Welcome to episode 11 of the Optometrist Business School podcast. Coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking about resistance and the art of being unique. Now, why is this important for your optometry practice? Well, it's all coming up on this week's show. So please sit back, relax and enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Optometrist Business School podcast with John Prowse. As an optometrist himself and with a highly successful private cash-based practice in the UK, this show is dedicated to helping great optometrists become profitable business owners. Thanks for joining and now let the class begin. Okay, so this show is going to be in two parts. Part number one, we're going to be talking about resistance. And part number two, we're going to be talking about being unique in terms of your optometry practice and how to differentiate yourself. So we're going to kickstart this show with resistance. So the book that I've just read, and I highly, highly recommend it, it is called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Now, what gripped me about this book was one of the opening sentences, which went something like this. He said, we all live two lives, the life we live and the life we are capable of living. Now, that to me was very, very profound because a lot of us just get up and we go through the daily motions of going to work. We're all kind of stuck in the hamster wheel. We just constantly chasing our tail, running around and around in circles. Not many of us really live our full potential. And when I was working for the big multinational companies, that's how I felt I was. I was just living the life I'm living. I was that hamster in the wheel, running around, just getting up, doing eye test after eye test, coming home. And so I needed to make that jump and for anybody who is currently employed and thinking about breaking free of the chains and setting up your own practice, then please, please go for it. You want to live the life you are capable of living. And if you've got your own practice and you're just stuck in a rut, then you can change. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about overcoming resistance. Now, as a very quick bit of trivia, the, the the author, Stephen Pressfield, he normally writes fiction books. And I didn't know this, but he wrote a book called The Legend of Bag of Vance. Now, I've actually seen the film. It was a really good light entertainment film about golf because I quite like golf. So if you've not seen the film, go and watch The Legend of Bag of Vance, especially if you like golf and and read the book. But more importantly, read The War of Art. It's one of Stephen Pressfield's uh, first uh, non-fiction books, but it is excellent. Okay, now let's get into today's show, which is all about overcoming resistance, especially in your optometry practice. Now, resistance is, it takes on many different forms. It is like a chameleon. So one of the biggest forms I think it takes on is procrastination. And that's a very big problem for optometry practice owners, myself included, because as humans, I think we're all innately born to procrastinate. Our brains are almost hardwired to to be lazy. 
we like to take the the route of least resistance, which is often not the right route to take. So one of the ways is to overcome resistance, you need to overcome procrastination. The way to do that is just simply do things, get a diary, get a calendar, put a date in when you're going to start whatever is on your mind. Now, the other form resistance takes is logical reasoning. Okay, and this is very, very difficult to overcome because of the pure fact it's logical reasoning with your brain. It kind of tricks your brain into not doing something. Now, a great example is I have always wanted to buy a corneal topographer since I started my own practice. But logical reasoning kept kicking in. It kept saying, John, this is about seven to eight thousand pounds of equipment. You can spend that money on marketing and you know you will get a kick-ass result. You'll get a very good return on investment. But what I was kind of telling myself was getting a corneal topographer is going to involve me learning a new skill. I'm going to have to start learning about ortho K. I'm going to have to start learning a lot more about specialist contact lenses, about keratoconus again. And I knew that was going to take up time. And so my brain was trying to logical reason with me. Uh, and it's just a disguise of, of resistance. And a few months back, I just took that leap of faith and pushed logical reason, pushed procrastination out of the window and went and got a topographer. And that just set everything up in motion. It, it forced me to start on this new, new side of my practice, which I've been wanting to do for a long time. Now, one of the other forms resistance takes is you've probably heard of this expression called the monkey mind. You've all aware of the noise in our mind. We've, we've got millions of thoughts going through our mind and it's very hard to overcome. And the an analogy that the monkey mind creates is there is a monkey running wild in your mind, constantly chattering away. And it is very distracting. So your mind is one minute is saying, you've got to relax. The next minute it's saying you've got to work. And then it's saying about all everything on your to-do list. You, you have to pay your tax. You have to pay the staff. You have to pay the vendors. You have to start a marketing campaign. You need to order the contact lenses for Mr. Jones. And you, your mind is full of thoughts. So this is just another way, another form of resistance because we often just ignore a lot of the thought and just do what's familiar to us. We just go through the same routine day after day. So what I found, one of the best solutions to all all this resistance is it was in one of my previous podcasts. I think it was possibly podcast eight. I talked about having a morning ritual. And one of the the most powerful parts of that ritual is physical exercise. I find it really quietens that monkey chatter it, and it really helps me to focus and, and overcome resistance and it sounds a bit hippie-ish but I also do some meditation I just do deep breathing exercises I try not to think about anything I just focus my mind now I'm not a woo-woo person at all but this stuff this meditation this physical exercise this morning ritual has really helped me it's really focused the mind and overcoming overcome resistance in its many different forms. 
So really, I just wanted to talk briefly about resistance today because I, I think it holds back a lot of business owners, a lot of, especially if you're the optometrist of the business because we're, we're stuck in the consultation room all day and we always have a million things to do. And as a result, we never really do them. We succumb to resistance. We just go through our normal routine. So you want to try and break the, the chain and overcome resistance and your optometry practice will grow. Now, on the subject of growth, one important strategy I like to talk about is being unique. And that brings us nicely on to the second part of this podcast. Remember, with these podcasts, I like to get straight to the point. I like to just give you one or two strategies that you can take home each week and implement. So every practice should have its own uniqueness. You've got to think, why should a member of the the public come to your practice over every other option they have? Why should they come to you over your other local independent competitors? Why should they come to you over the big chain competitors? Why should they come to you over the online retail stores? Okay, you must have a unique selling proposition, a USP. But I like to call it a unique serving proposition. How can you uniquely serve your patients? How can you stand out from the crowd? It's something that you need to lock yourself in a room and don't come out until you have the answer. Now, here are some very big pitfalls to avoid because I see a lot of business owners get this USP wrong on so many levels. They confuse a USP with some kind of cute slogan. And a USP isn't about a simple one-liner, okay? It's, It's about really differentiating your practice and it could be a paragraph but you want to be clearly defined about why you are different Uh, so don't just think of some cute slogan if you open up the yellow pages you'll see your local competition full of cute slogans which they believe are usps if you go on pick a a website at random uh, an optometry practice website and you'll see some cute slogans you don't want that you want a usp that's very clearly defined that tells people quite concisely about why you are different now it doesn't have to be one sentence but you know you don't want an essay you want it to come across quite easily for for the, the member of the public to understand why you are different now another pitfall to avoid is you don't want to be talking about yourself in your unique serving proposition. And again, I see this time after time, website after website, people talk about themselves. Now, you can briefly talk about yourself. That it might be hard to avoid. But the, the best advice I can give if you're creating a USP is think about a first date. Okay, just think about dating. Imagine you were going on a first date and all that other person talks about is themselves. It is, oh, it is mind-numbing. It is so boring. And believe me, I've had my fair share of first dates. 
when I first opened the practice and I was constantly running around chasing my tail, just being in the practice all the time, I neglected my personal side of my life. It was all about work, work, work. And as a result, uh, my girlfriend left me. And so I had to go on the dating scene once again. And it was painful. So don't think about your USP as as about yourself. Just avoid talking about yourself. Okay. You've probably heard this before, but it's it's very, very true. You've got to tune into the radio station YFM. What's in it for me from a patient's point of view? So when you're creating a USP, constantly remind yourself of YFM. What's in it for me? How can you improve your patient's lives? Why are you different? How can you benefit your patient? So avoid talking about you and think about your patient. So make it quick and easy to understand, but make sure you speak to your perfect patient. And that is very, very powerful. The more focused your USP can be, the better. So as a as an example, you want to avoid something along the lines of independent eye care for all the family. That's what I see quite often with independent optical practices. That's their slogan. That's their USB. Independent eye care for all the family. Now that is just a one-liner. It's cute and it 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 sounds it sounds good, but if you're a patient, then it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, and it's too generalist. Okay, so my USP it calls out to my target market. It's about four lines, and in that four lines, people who read it understand what I'm all about. So it's about being concise, it's about being unique and appealing to a very specific group, and that group should be your target market, your ideal patient, your avatar patient. So that's all I want you to take away from today's podcast. So it's short and sweet today, but try and overcome resistance and develop a USP that makes you stand out and that's not all about you, that's focused on a patient that is your perfect patient. So a USP, really to give it justice, you you need to spend a lot of time on it. Now, I have done a, a training on USP and it's it's module one of my optometrist business growth school program. Now to access this, you could go to the optometristmarketingacademy.com forward slash course. And this is the first time I'm doing this course as a brand new course. And if you go there, you'll get a very nice discount because this is the, the launch of the course. So anybody interested, you can go to the website and register. So it's a six week live course. And it starts on Thursday, the 17th of May, 5 p.m. British time, noon Eastern time and 9 a.m. Pacific time. So module one, we're going to go into depth on the USP training. There's going to be other modules, but module one is really the one that I want to everybody to master. Now, from today's podcast, hopefully it's given you some ideas and you want to start writing them down but I'm in the module one I'm going to go into a lot more psychology of creating a USP and I'm going to give you a template that you can use but that first module goes on for more than an hour so I I like to keep these 
podcasts short and sweet so you can get a nugget of information from it so I, I don't fry your brain uh, and you start implementing them. So please take action on today's training and if you want further training then go to the website and register for the course. If not, if you just want these little nuggets just keep tuning in to the podcasts. Now I like to end the podcast as you all know with a quote and this one is again it's nice and simple. It's by a guy called W.H. Murray who appears in the book that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast, The War of Art. And he himself is an interesting character. I would try and Wikipedia him. Uh, it's, it's well worth a few minutes of your time to, to read. Now, this is what he said. One of his quotes was, Whatever you can do or dream you can, begin it. Boldness has genius, magic, and power in it. Begin it now. So please, take action. Go and improve your practice. Do it now. Okay, thanks for listening to this week's podcast show. Take care, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Optometrist Business School Podcast. If you want to advance your business education even faster, head over to www.optometristmarketingacademy.com for instant access to reports and online training classes. We will see you again next time for another episode of John Prowse's podcast show. And remember, your best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today.